Welcome to Diacast. Here there be planning permissions for dragons. Our group of six birthday wishes play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. This week we are continuing our game of Once Upon a Birthday. Coming back in, where we are all competing for the hand of the beautiful sorceress. My name's Lukey, and this week's question is, describe your dream birthday cake. A few weeks ago, Bake Off did German Week, and for the technical... They made a Prince Regent cake, which oh, is like layers of chocolate cake, and then it's covered in a ganache, and it was amazing, and I good. desperately want one for my birthday. It's like just dipped in chocolate. It was just beautiful. Good. I've been dreaming about that cake. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Matt. And so I don't I don't like decadence when it comes to sweets. I don't I don't I don't really have a sweet tooth. So I feel like my ideal birthday cake would just be like a pretty simple Victoria sponge with like a thin layer of like white icing Ooh. with with just like a thumbs up on top. Like simple is better. <laughs> <I think. laughs> like, like just like so a thumbs you. up emoji. I just can make like, that. Oh my god. Like I can make that. Well, now you know what I want next July. Like. <laughs> Um, oh, we're gonna make yeah. you a birthday cake. Aww. Yeah, thank you. Like, you just go easy on the sugar, genuinely. Uh, I will. And, then ra- and then wrap it in paper. <laughs> oh, it's a present and a cake. Hi, my name is Jacob, and I generally don't go in for extravagance when it comes to cakes and things like that. A bit like Matt, I'm not a dessert man, and I also don't have much of a fondness <laughs> for like like chocolate decadence either. So, um. I imagine my ideal cake would be some kind of like a Viennese whirl with some kind of fruity filling, like Ooh, apricot like or lemon biscuit. or something like that. Fruit, yeah. Like no, the biscuit, no, there's like no, no, there's like no, no, there's like a Swiss roll. Is that what it's called? A Swiss roll is the one that's kind of like a rolled up cake. Yeah, yeah, Vienna, that's the one I'm thinking. Viennese of. swirl is two biscuits with some cream in between. Yeah, cool. So, the one you said for before, not the biscuit, <laughs> as you can tell. I am not very discerning when it comes to cakes. Uh, I know the reason behind this. It's because when I think you're about 16, one of my friends, uh, we are we are brothers. Isn't oh yes, one of my fr- one of my. I'd repressed this memory. I'd my, repressed this memory. My friend had a chocolate fountain, and it was kind of like the it was not quite the talk of the town, but it was it this was like end in the vomit. social group. No, 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 no. It. Well, it, it does, but I was going to pass over that. But basically, okay. we had um, we had a sort of like chocolate fountain evening, and of course, we were all, all young and gorged ourselves silly. I then stayed in. Jacob went out and and did some snowball fighting, and the combination of snow and a lot of chocolate in him basically brought him to the edge of death. He was yeah, <laughs> like I like I, I, there there was a day when I was literally so weak I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Oh, Bob, About two or three days in. You are yeah. genuinely like some Victorian waif. That's something I really of a was. It was Dickens. The... I, I know. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, and, and in the depths of, win- depths of winter as well. I played too much in the cold. I overindulged in chocolate cake and snowball fighting, and now I have the consumption. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only I had thought to take the carriage instead. Father, if I only I had eaten bread and water for dinner. Woe is literally, me! Literally, one day Papa, I tried to venture out of it? bed, but then I smelt pizza and I had to go back in because the smell was too rich. Jesus. <laughs> Dear Lord. 
Yeah. Also, uh, you boys being like, oh, I don't like rich cakes. I'm more of a simple man myself. I, I only want a simple Victoria's punch. Well, honestly, that's not simple. I didn't. Say, I didn't say I was a monk. Like, there's a, you know, like, <laughs> there's a there's a middle ground in everything. Like, hello there. My name's Peter, and uh, unlike these two um, feverish waifs, I want to be punched in the face by Mister Kipling on a regular basis. Fuck yeah! I want. I, I want I want type 3 diabetes is where you get in the ring with Mr. Kipling and just go like 12 rounds. Uh, I, I love a bit of sugar myself. Personally, when it comes to cakes, a very good friend of mine, Ollie, is a astounding pastry chef. Uh, he works <gasps> mm. in a Michelin star restaurant. And for like my 16th birthday, so this is before all of this trading, he made me a like cookie cake. And... <laughs> God's honest truth, it was one of the best things I've ever eaten. And I am currently on a quest to find the best donuts in London. I'd love to join you on this donut quest. It sounds fun. It's a slow donut quest because there are quite a lot of bakeries that sort of like don't do donuts. And... Well, of course, if you eat too many donuts, you'll end like a, like a Victorian waif. No, that's why you go Hello. on a slow, that's why you go on a slow quest. Yeah, exactly. and you don't... You don't go through like a Krispy Kreme like drive through get 15 and then immediately detonate on a lay-by. <laughs> Tell us about your your dream cake, Helen. I am also in the I'm not a fan of cake. I also am not a fan of biscuits or anything particularly dry tasting. But this is just mean this might just mean I've had some bad cakes and biscuits. But one thing I can eat entire plates of is pavlova. Oh. Yeah. I want a triple story pavlova. Bloody I want a three tier pavlova. A pavlova and I will palace. eat all of it. What like fruit cream? What's what's going on in yes, there? Yes, no, all, all of it. Just plain meringue with nothing. Pavlova, <laughs> not meringue. Like, pavlova. It's three, made of meringue. Th- yeah, it has tier... meringue and cream and fruit. Those are components. exactly three tier meringue like tall pavlova. That's only Again, meringue. This just, this, that, this, sounds, this just sounds... that sounds like the cake of a Victorian waif. Also, have you seen me? Hi, I'm H, and my dream birthday cake would controversially not be a cake. It would probably be more of a pudding, and by that I mean it's going to be moist and some kind of like chocolate moussey situation. Just make sure it's vegetarian. Um, I don't know, goopy. Cake is too dry, like a sponge cake. Nah, I'm good. I'll leave it. Anyway, we've been talking about cake for ten minutes now. Uh... <laughs> So, now that we are ready for cake, some of us more than others, let's get to it! I mean, the thing, the thing that I had up my back sleeve was about five minutes later, Jethro was going to rock up with like, Everybody, this is Clarence! Excellent! <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it! I met him five minutes ago at the bar. He's just some random. <laughs> he's my nephew, and he's very eligible. Oh no! He tries to set her up with the empty suit of armor. <gasps> oh my! Yes, right. So yeah, Jethro walks up a little bit later with the suit of armor. He's like, oh, we set it up. I have met a friend. <laughs> he still hasn't worked out. There's no one inside the suit of armor. It's very pliable. <laughs> so the first, the first round is is a proposal. Yeah. Yes. Lilybell is going to conjure a hundred purple doves. A thousand purple butterflies. Oh my goodness. 
the doves are going to sing a beautiful aria, a rainbow is going to appear above her. The grass in front of her turns into red velvet as she walks towards the lady of the whatchamacallums. <laughs> you got to get her name right. She's your future spouse. <laughs> you need to put it in the chat. Oh, no, it's a memory name. test. It's a memory test. You failed. You're out. I'm kidding. Right. No, lady of the story of the storm. And eternal guardian of the toad of verse. Excuse me. Never forget the toad of verse. She also summons a small lollipop for the toad with a fly in the middle. She goes down on one knee as doves erupt into song around her and butterflies swirl around her and in her hand appears the most beautiful diamond ring. It is sparkling as if lit from within by its own light. It fits on the wavy hand perfectly if she were to don it. She says to her, Beautiful lady of the story of the storm and eternal guardian of the toad of verse, I beg of you that I may have your hand in marriage. Oh, very nice. I can offer you my fairy bower, my power as fairy godmother of the realm, and all of the love in my heart. As a fellow fae, I will understand you. Rolling spellcraft. <gasps> I rolled a six and my spellcraft is plus three. <laughs> okay, so you have got a success. I'm going to mark you down as... Oh. Rabbits are erupting out of the ground and dancing. Flower petals are raining from the sky. I'm going to absolutely use the guests in this as like a clapometer. And they are going wild. They're like, oh, it's so romantic. Oh, I've never seen anything like that before. Oh, if only you proposed to me like that, Charles. Etc. etc. Bottles of champagne are popping open of their own volition. The lady blushes a little bit bluer and goes, oh, well, that was rather nice. I liked that. Who's next? <laughs> uh, Je- Jethro would like to hold up his hand. Excellent. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, so he's going to hold up one hand. His other hand is inside of his jacket. And he'll hold up his hand and he will point at the suit of armour he's brought out. (laughs) And he will say, um, I would like to introduce the greatest hero in the land, my good friend, Sir Clarence. And he pulls out his hands to reveal his nylon string guitar. (gasps) And he starts strumming away and he is going to say, He's the captain of the guard, his arm is strong, his head is hard, Sir Clarence. He doesn't move, he doesn't talk, he doesn't dance, he doesn't walk, Sir Clarence. (laughs) He always stands so very still. He'll make your tea when you are ill. Your enemies, he'll probably kill Sir Clarence. He's a little toad writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> You're and then he just kind of like strums his guitar and bows. <laughs> the actual captain of the guard is standing to the side going, huh? Amazing. All right, roll up whatever the hell that was. Uh, I, I was uh, maybe Bond. I wasn't really sure. You can choose whatever you goddamn want because that was beautiful. Oh, okay. I've rolled a five and my bond is three. <laughs> Another eight. Okay. Uh, the crowd, they start clapping along. They start stamping. They're like, Sir Clarence. They <laughs> absolutely love it. <laughs> hey! He's like, he's like. She peers at the suit and like, goes, oh, structured. I like it. Structured. I'm face palming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like to give you a wink. Right. You've made the fae fall in love with a suit of iron. No problems there. Yes, this isn't going to hurt at all. <laughs> we don't have suits of iron in this kingdom. You know how I feel about iron. That's fine. <laughs> That's true. It's made of steel. It's made of gold. Okay, maybe not. Made of gold. Excellent. Made of gold. Well, that was lovely. And it's <laughs> so, so nice to see everyone you. Everyone is your singing friend. Sir Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the band on the go. <laughs> 
Okay, right, who is next? I feel like it is time for Helen. Alpin the chipmunk walks up and he takes off his little hat that I've decided he was now wearing the whole time and he holds it between his hands and he says, I ain't no fancy fairy. I ain't no fay. I'm just a humble sort of the earth, but I'll offer you this. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful beyond the norm, lady of the story of storm. A goddess Wait. would always look worse than the keeper of the toad of verse. Oh. <laughs> I saw your eyes and fell in love. Their sheen is brighter than a dove. I see you smile and fall away, forever lost into your sway. I'd stay in honour by your side, watching you forward like a tide. Moving back and through so great, your presence is a mighty weight. All I can give you are my words and my promise that I'll be true. I looked at you and then I knew forever I love you. Roll, 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 little chipmunk. Can can that be my insight because I've noticed stuff about her? Yes. Oh, Alpin is so sweet. I'm a kind and benevolent DM. You may roll whatever you <laughs> sodic, please. There's a five please. plus three, eight. Oh, my God. Seriously? Another eight. Oh my I'm God. still in the lead. All right. Uh, well. I'm going to marry this fae. I think this time there are some tears when you get to the end. And, like, people are lifting up their kids so that you can, like, look. They can look and see the little guy who's saying this beautiful <laughs> poem. And the toad, again, is writing notes and looking grumpier by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was... I'm touched. I'm very... Oh, wow. Oh, you're making this so difficult for me. <laughs> she looks very pleased. Who's left? Oh, that would be me. And with my apologies to Alpin, I fear I'm about to lower the tone somewhat. Excellent. <laughs> Ain't me, you yes, should yes, be yes, apologising yes. too. It's the lady. So I'm back in my Ellen of Troy, guys. Okay. And Again, I feel like this is a cheat because you're not describing what Helen of Troy looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a word picture of the most beautiful woman to have ever lived. Okay. As though the depictions haven't changed throughout history. Wrong podcast, Helen. Helen of Troy will do. So, my darling, you look absolutely fine, but why are you going to propose to me? I'm going to step towards her and say, all these others have been talking about appealing to your romance, to your admiration. But you're the lady of the story of the storm. You're a lady of squalls and high waves. Your temper and your passion is here. I'll be simple. Ever seen a shapeshifter give a lap dance? Oh my my god. God. (laughs) Lap dance, lap dance, lap dance, lap dance. So I'm transforming through a variety of forms. Not all of them human or human form. Roll? Something? <laughs> no, something so, I think you're angling for some spellcraft. I mean, it's spellcraft. Uh, it, it does not count as stealth. It is, if anything, the exact opposite of stealth, so I'm not going to get the... The toad, I will note, hops away frantically, wiping mm. its little brow. Glad I escaped that one. I don't want to be a flat one. <laughs> What'd you get, Jacob? Natural six, so that is also a nine. Oh my Ooh, god. We're okay. neck and neck. Once you are done... And uh, she has tucked some ephemeral dollar bills into your scantily clad <laughs> outfit. She delicately slides you off. I would like to finish off by, um, and I would like to just blow a kiss with just a touch of pixie dust. Uh, and that gets in her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, darling, I do like a little sneeze. 
<laughs> I won't let you roll again, I think. I'm just going to leave What that. the fuck would that kink be called? Furringly enough, I think it's one that exists. And oh, with that please. news, listeners, let's go to the adverts. I'm kidding, we don't have adverts, we're poor. Chinkophilia. Um, oh, thanks, Jacob. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. You, you uh, sachet back to the meadow, and the flowers exists, look away so. from you and cover their eyes with their little hands, because that was scandalous. Because they're innocent yeah. and young. They are. And she goes, oh, well, <laughs> that was just fabulous. I... What a treat I'm in for this evening. I thought I'd come here and marry one woman, and now I just have a horde of beautiful creatures vying for my hand. Beautiful what is Francesca doing? So she, is, she is sitting and eating cake and just looking completely shell-shocked. Birthday and a show. <laughs> yeah. Have we checked with her that she doesn't want to marry this woman? Because if she does... No, she looks very, very relieved. Because it's an enchanted birthday cake that shows the story of her life, like, this is slowly appearing. Oh, God. And she's quickly <laughs> trying to eat that bit because she's like, I don't know. I didn't sign up. No. I would like to critically assess if they caught my profile correctly. <laughs> well, I suppose that was all just so, so sparkly. I simply can't choose from just a proposal. Now, let me see. How about, were we to wind back just a little bit, where would you take me on a date? Conjuration's acceptable. I, I can conjure up a little something. Why don't you describe to me the perfect date and not April the 21st when it's not too hot and not too cold. A date Damn it. date. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I got there first. I am hilarious. Well, it sounds like you might enjoy a screening of this congeniality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, it's my favourite film. But okay, no screenings of miscongeniality for the first date. That's cheating. Where would you take me and what yes. would we do? <laughs> <laughs> I say I would take you into the centre of the enchanted forest where the pixies and the fairies monthly have an enchanted ball lit by firelight and fireflies where magic reigns supreme and I would dance with you all night and I would talk to you all night and get to know you and I would make sure you had the best food and drink and I would listen to your stories and everyone there would be entranced by your beauty as well as everything you know and everything you talk about. I would listen to the story of the storm. After the ball, we would walk through the forest, as safe as can be, back to my bower. <gasps> Saucy! <laughs> as you are speaking, Francesca creeps up absolutely covered in cake and slowly waves her hands and begins to conjure this fantastical scene you are describing before you. <gasps> and the lady of the story of the storm walks down into it and sort of starts to sway and act it out and you can join her if you like. It's like the once upon a December scene from um from Anastasia. It's so full of like sparkly yeah. visions and I'm definitely uh, saying that. But for, yeah. before you go into the scene, Francesca was supposed to you, thank you so much for taking her off my hands. Thank you. I hope I can. <laughs> I'd love to uh, take a handful of her, if you know what I mean. I'm standing right here. No, I like it. <laughs> yes, and I'd love to take a handful of you, may I? <laughs> Not right now. We're still in the second round. Oof. Steady yeah, on. I've got, I've got plenty of handfuls <laughs> as well, if you uh, know oh, what I, I mean. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, oh. We're going too far too soon. Roll for me, Loki. <laughs> uh, can I make this bond? Absolutely. It's like my friends who are the pixies. And the yeah. Bond. That's a five. Okay. Uh, plus two is a seven. Okay. So that is a partial success. So I think she gets distracted by the talking of grabbing handfuls, but it still seems she still seems very pleased with this scene and quite enchanted. She goes, oh, this is lovely. All right. Well, next, next, next. Who's up next? All right. Um, 
he I would like to kind of gesture over to the open area where I've got uh, Sir Clarence standing and I was mm-hmm. like step this way my dear of course Francesca scurries over and is ready to conjure what you're yeah, I'm, I'm going to nod at Francesca so like what I want to do is as I have conjuration I want to help her with the conjuring Ah, but I'll excellent. roll to see how successfully this goes. But what I would like to do is conjure the lighting all goes dark and then the, the bard uh, will now have a full band and I will have a piano and I will be in a sequence <laughs> suit and I will play the piano and I'm going to be playing oh like God. some tango oh music and I'm also going to conjure Sir Clarence himself to be the world's oh. greatest tango dancer. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and like... Uh, yeah. fabulous. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, yeah, she steps down and takes Sir Clarence's fictitious hand and begins the sauciest tango. I want to see how successfully I can conjure him to actually move. Okay, roll. She's ready to be dipped. You haven't yet worked out he's not a human. Uh, no. Well, I've... She doesn't care. I've rolled a grand total of three. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. She grabs his hand and is ready to, like, you know, the kind of drop backwards dramatically with an arm yeah. around your waist. She does this Sober. and just lands in the meadow with a kind of undignified flumping Does the gauntlet noise. just fall off? <laughs> It just clatters to the floor. <laughs> she goes, ooh, well, this is a cushiony landing. That was interesting. Ooh. Uh, a three is not a complete failure. So she's not horribly offended. I she's mean, just a bit uh, like, okay, it's not interactive. It's not interactive. I've learned my lesson. Oh, yes. So Clarence is a suit of armour and he's just fallen apart. And I'm like... Aww. Yeah. And I'm just oh, like... Thinking, I'm still on the piano, successfully having conjured the piano. And I'm just like, hey, arriba. Oh, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, don't carry on. It's a beautiful tune. And she does a little wiggle on her own. It um, gets even wigglier and dances for a little bit. I regret to inform you that my suitor is in fact a suit of armor. <laughs> hey, oh, darling. A I, <laughs> I knew. I just put him back together for the next round, would you? You're not out of the running yet. You're one crazy I'm sorry, woman. sorry, <laughs> you'd rather marry an inanimate suit of armor than... I don't discriminate, darling. They really do make I him do crazy in the North Country, don't they? Well, she literally grabbed a handful of him. <laughs> Uh, may I offer you his hand? And I literally offer oh, you his hand. Oh, don't try and trick me that way. <laughs> okay. yeah, it's worth a try, I suppose. <laughs> right, I'll put the suit of armor back together. Okay. Helen. Now, like I said, I ain't a worldly chipmunk. <laughs> and you deserve everything this world could give. So I'd take you to see something that would only live up to a fraction of your beauty. But it's the closest thing on this mortal world I could take you to. We go to the Forever Falls at dusk. We'd watch the sun set over the falls, have a little picnic. And then as the sun sets, I'll point out to you all of the birds and all the people of the woods who live in that part, because I know them, them are folks. Uh-huh. And they'd join us and we'd have some local music and none of this fancy tangoing. It would just be our local <laughs> pipes, our local lutes. And when the sun's fully gone... We can look up at the great sky and their stars ain't got nothing on you, miss. They don't, but Aww. they're the closest we could get. And if I could spend just a second of my life looking up at them with you by my side, I'd be a happy chipmunk. <laughs> Francesca's conjuring stars and gentle forests and distant waterfalls just to aid your story. So no one's left behind if they can't conjure. Aww. Oh, well, that is quite a scene you've painted with your words, my good little friend. Tell me, and this is just the one question I have, what would the picnic food be like? Roll for me, Helen. <laughs> is this insight? Can I tell from her what she likes? 
Oh, that's a good point. Oh, this is true. I fed that in, didn't I, with my last question. I was going to say Bond, because you're talking about how it's your place and your friends and your chipmunks, but I would say also Insight is fair because of the picnic question. So you should. Well, I will take Insight because that's my highest stat. <laughs> Excellent. Yay. Insightful little chipmunk. That is a four plus three. That's a seven. Nice. Let's say, if uh, she doesn't choose either me or Alpen, I might go on a date with Alpen. It sounds great. Oh. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, my cat is lying entirely over all of my notes of this game. So no more frog poems. And I can't remember anyone's name. But Jacob's character is next. Saya. Saya. is back in a conventional form. Though the, the matted grass and the like in her shawl does look a bit like fresher. It's been plaited, not just matted. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And she is going to sashay up to the lady of the, song, the story of the storm and is going to put a hand on each of her shoulders and look her in the eyes and say, actually not meet her gaze right now, but she's going to say, everyone so far has talked about the places they'd like to take. But as we all know, you are the lady of the stories of all the storms. You must have quite amazing domain, the most amazing home, which I'm sure you're very proud of. Then I look up to meet her gaze and I go, I want you to take me there. Oh, how bold. <laughs> roll, Jacob, Little is going to whisper to Francesca, well, that's cheap. She doesn't want to take her out anymore. <laughs> she wants to go to her face. Minus one for burn. Wait for my fourth no, husband. Uh, cool. So what, what are you going to do there? Uh, that's uh, Bond. Bond? Yeah, I was going to think Bond. Yep. Ooh, that is a six altogether. That definitely beats a three. So a six again is in the realms of a partial success. So it does work. Um, she's like, oh, well, I, I can't say I don't like to show off. You know me quite well already. I'll have to think about it. It's so private to take someone back home on a first date. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's appreciated. You know what I'm capable of. Oh, <laughs> sure. Uh, second round and you're already making it so difficult to choose. There are some standout performances, I will say, but I think a final round will help me make up my mind. Are the party guests, like, forming into factions and cheering on different As you, as you say, like, standout performances, can we just cut to Jethro just kicking the still half-assembled suit of armour? Like, Come on, you've got to work with me here! I think one of the knights runs over and he's like, I'll, I'll help you, the buckle goes... No, that's, sure, that's, that's the foot! Oh, no, it's not. in time for the final countdown i mean the marriage proposal so i would like <laughs> everybody here as in the final competitors which is you four no one's to been fight knocked out for my hand <laughs> to fight literally yes i throw down oh, this. give me yes. a glove someone give me a glove where's my glove this is what you do right you throw thank you i also hand you clarence's hand <laughs> Oh, oh, I've got so many hands, but there is only one of mine. I mean, I have two, but you can only marry one for now. I'm open to offers later. She throws the glove down into the meadow and goes, and battle. So is it whoever <laughs> gets the hand or whoever brings it brings the glove back to her? You or... must defeat your opponent and bring the glove. You know, the whole knight thing. I don't know. I come from the party fave sea forest <laughs> right. of waves. I would like to, I don't know. at this yeah. point, I'd like to, uh, once again, attempt to conjure Clarence to be uh, animate. Yes. But I'd, also, I'd like to I'd call like foul. I'm I've... an eighth of the size of everyone else. Oh, you can use <laughs> abilities. Like, the use, way... Use wits. But you can fly! This is true. 
Right, okay, so the way I was thinking we can do this is I don't want this to be protracted. This game has no battle mechanics. I want you to use a cool skill and any magical items you have. And if you can justify yeah, the magical item like... or the skill, like don't forget the birthday stuff you brought, uh, we can find out what some of that stuff does, like the drinks, like just go wild and then we'll try yep. and wake that into a roll and see what happens. And then if we keep end up tying, we'll eliminate like the lowest person until we only have one winner. A victor. Yes, so... Let it commence. First up, because this might eliminate me straight away. Um, <laughs> I'd like to conjure to see if I can make Sir Clarence animate. Excellent. Go but for I'd it. like it noted that I have assembled him incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there, there's he like does a boot a where sleeve. his head should. Well, there's like a boot where his head should be, and his like head is on his knee and stuff like that. It's back a mess. Sleeve, like, back sleeve. Back sleeve. He back has sleeve. a back sleeve. <laughs> All right. You definitely need a partial success for him to be able to fight. Yeah, even if he's hopping around exactly. wildly. It's going to be interesting uh, to look at. Yeah. <laughs> right, I have rolled a five, so six Ooh. total. I've rolled a six total. Yep, that is a partial success. Okay, so he can stand upright, just. He clanks to life. It's it's kind of, yeah, uh, it sways. He, he sways, even. Be cheeky to ask if I can also conjure some pom-poms. Oh, pom-poms, <laughs> free action. For me. <laughs> Thank you. Illustrative um, conjuration is always fine. Absolutely. Mm. So, yeah, no, he's, he's swaying on his head, um, and... Looks interesting. She claps. She looks delighted. Oh, first contender <laughs> takes the stand. Everyone else, fight for me. <laughs> fight for me. <laughs> I want the food to kind of jump into people's mouths and get them into such a party frenzy that they get in the way of everyone else. You're going to start a riot. You're just going to use <laughs> yes. the poor guests as distraction. I like it. Yeah. Brutal. Okay. Roll for... Uh, conjuration or whatever you're doing with your food and then your item is also the food so let's say i'm gonna say it gives you advantage because one of the other things give you advantage so okay so that's a two plus three is four okay okay you do not succeed but take no damage three is five Thank you. It's fine. That changes it from a no success to a partial success. Thank you, Yay. Helen, for basic maths. Yeah. Thank you, Helen. Okay. So at first you think it isn't working. The guests start eating. Oh, kind of just flew into my nom nom nom. Uh, and then the frenzy kicks in and they're like, oh yeah, party like it's 1989. And they just start like, what? I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're living in the future in this world. There's Y's in everyone's faces. There's C's hitting people's noses. There what? is like shower sprinklers going off and smacking around people's temples. It is a nightmare. It is definitely making everything quite difficult. Count that as well. It's a partial success. Yay. Brilliant. I will note that down. So that was being short suddenly has an advantage. I'm going to capitalise on the chaos by yep. shapeshifting into a hunting hawk, diving straight for the glove. The one thing that I haven't shapeshifted is my pouch of pixie dust. <laughs> okay. As I dart away, I'd like to, you know, drop that behind me like 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 it's a banana and I'm playing Mario Kart. <laughs> cool. Oh! Snake eyes. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, so fights that's, are difficult. Uh, four altogether. Okay, so do not succeed, but take no damage. The pixie dust adds just a little bit of verve to everyone's dancing. It's <laughs> got a little wilder in here, let's just say. You're fine, but you're heading towards the glove and you kind of sweep and then all these people are twer- Oh god, you get twerked out of the way. Like, you're just a little hawk. <laughs> and a big butt just kind of like swings into you. Doink! And you just go off course. Uh, Helen, you're also trying to get to the glove. He has- she has been knocked off course. Yep, yeah, so I want to use the fact that I am a cat-sized chipmunk 
and go between each other's legs and because I am an enchanted animal I have all of my animal senses my eyesight is keen my hearing is great my whiskers are twitching all over the place so I can avoid any flailing legs okay. and make my way to the glove. All right. Okay. So this is going to be... What's your specialization again? Insight. Mm. Spellcraft? I spell it... Flying. My sp- that's flying. I'm definitely not flying. You could fly. You could zip between people's legs above the grass level, like a little arrow of a chipmunk. Like a little ho- little hover chipmunk. Yeah, like a little drone. <laughs> a hover chip. Well, what would you like to roll? A zip monk, zip monk. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to want to roll my uh, insight because that's my highest thing, so. I cannot see how it's insight exactly, but I know you described it with the sniffing and the seeing and the stuff. Yeah. Oh, go on then. Yay! Let's give a chipmunk it a chance. Right. Yeah. That's true. I guess it's like perception, isn't it? Sniffing and seeing and whatnot. Mm. That is a three plus three. Six. Nice. Okay, hello. Six. That is... A partial success. You're heading towards the glove. You see the little falcon get twerked out of the way. You've got your sights on it, but someone stands just in front of you. Just before you reach it, you're nearly there. (gasps) Next person. Let's go back to Matt, because I feel like that was just a setup roll, just to see if the armour was going to act. So I I will basically just yell, Clarence, get the glove! And so my aim is kind of very much in kind of knightly style. I want him to kind of clank over to the glove and just kind of like pick it up. And kind of, I'm going to like, because we're in nice fantasy land, he doesn't have a sword that he's swinging around and like knocking people over. He's not vicious. He's just kind of bumping people aside with his like ungainly sort of limbs. linebacker kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. He's in fact, that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to make a like uh, American football style run for the <laughs> for the glove and barge any party guests in the way out of the way. Uh, and I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna count that as maybe Skellcraft because it's Jethro rolling to to control him. If yeah. that makes sense. So yeah. Conjuring. Oh, I think that's fair. Yep, skill, skillcraft. Skillcraft. Uh, yes. Spellcraft. <laughs> and any magic items in there? No. Uh, no, I probably will think of a way to use the drink. Excellent. Uh, I've rolled a five total. Okay, that's all right. That's quite all right. You're all partially succeeding, so which is really nice narratively. Thank you, dice. Yeah. So you're I'm barging, barging aside, basically. Like, Cake I'll is going push flying. Push the vicar out the way. Yep. I want to like knock over. A like, toddler the goes flying. Yep. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Just yeah like, can I charge through the bouncy castle and oh, pop yep, it yep, yep, and yep. then like ruin everyone's day? <laughs> it is a chaos. And you can see the glove. It is within. Well, can you see the glove? You feel that the armour can see the glove. It is within. Go, Clarence, the armor's go. reach. All right. You're closing in on the glove. Back to the top. Lukey. Lilibel is... Um... She's got her fairy wings out and she's a zipping and a zooming. But as she goes, what I want to do is, I conjured this glove. I want to conjure hundreds of other identical gloves. And I can tell which one is the original because I've conjured them. Oh, no. But no one else can. (laughs) Unless you fail, in which case you have no idea which glove was yours. (laughs) Yeah, in which case. So, uh, make that spellcraft, I guess. Mm -hmm. I rolled a five. That's an eight. Oh, very nice. That is a success, success. Okay, the battlefield slash party field is suddenly snowing. It is littered with gloves. Everyone is wearing these gloves. Right, They're gloves. on the floor. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're on all of your hands as well. You're like, what? The suit of armor has a glove in it. Say, uh, Hawk shakes a couple of, um, shakes a pair of gloves off its talons. Yep. <laughs> just does a barrel roll and there's just gloves spraying everywhere. Oh, fabulous. Yes. I feel like the lady of the endless story of the storm is sitting up on her little soapbox and just going, oh, gloves, they're very clever. 
She, it is snowing gloves on top of her. She is just like yeah. covered in these these beautiful sea green blue gloves. It's it's very elegant somehow. It's like wedding confetti, you could say. Yeah, I'm diving in because yes. of a hawk's eyes that I'm benefiting from. I still have attention on the. Um, yeah, you were kind of focused on the gloves. This yeah, is true. I still ha- even though I got batted away, I'm still banking back around and focused on the original. I feel like uh, you nice. should have to roll for that because I got a full success. Yes, and so this is what I'd my role. I'd like my role to be. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So roll, roll, roll. You had your eyes set on it. Can I can I swing a spellcasting roll because it's how well I've like constructed the hawk form. I mean, you are <laughs> currently hawk. Yes. Shape shifting. That's the one I meant. Yes. So it's spellcraft. <laughs> so yes. Yes, cool. you are a hawky spellcrafter. That's there fine. are three stats, guys. Beginning with S. There are. Oh, that yeah. is a six. Total. Total. Okay, that is a partial success. So you have, I will say, got your eyes fixed on the glove. However, you are not quite at the glove, mm-hmm. and helpful partiers are going, "Oh, it's a glove," and waving them in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really helping you get there. But if you could just keep your little beady eyes fixed on it, you're pretty sure it was that one. You're pretty sure it was that one. I'm, I'm like a Kestrel on an updraft. I'm just kind of coasting Wait, uh, just above all of this nonsense. Sounds good. <laughs> so I was going to go to Matt before, because my original order, the reason I did this was Lukey, Matt, Hell, and Jacob. And then we got out of order when we started the Battle Royale. <laughs> well, why don't we go to Helen and then me, and then it stays yeah. the same order. I'll just go last. Okay. Yep, let's go Helen then. Yeah, okay. So, I don't think I can argue that I, you know, have hawk eyes or blah, 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 blah. Um, I was very close <laughs> to it. And then uh, there's lots of legs around me. I am a chipmunk and suddenly it's raining gloves. Um, <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so up and goes, oh, cool, buddy L. Um, and I oh, bloody want L. to open my little umbrella. Mm-hmm. And the umbrella opens, and it's though a gust of wind just catches it, despite there being no gust of wind. And up he goes into Flying. the air. Nice. Um, and from seemingly out of nowhere, he pulls out a chair to sit on. <laughs> Excellent. What does so, the chair do? You tell me, storyteller. It's my extra chair that I brought with me. <gasps> it's mm. an unexpected effect chair. I think the chair makes you grow into a very large chipmunk. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me. Yes. It grows Help. as you sit on it to a normal chair size and you into a human-sized chipmunk. Still floating, don't worry. I'm not taking the floating away from you. You are now massive. Okay. Yes. And my aim is from above. I want to see where um, Lily Bell is going because I know that okay. this magic could only have been her. What? <laughs> so I want to see which glove she's looking for, because that will be the right oh, one. Very sensible. That is insight. Well done, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a two plus three, so five. Oh boy. Okay. Well, still partial success. Do so... I not wait? Do I not get advantage for the chair because it's just made me big? Yeah. Did you? It's your specialization, isn't it? Anyway, so insight. So you should have advantage anyway. Oh, do I? Wait. Yeah, yeah, so roll with advantage, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, either the chair gives you it, or your specialisation ah, gives you it. Well, that's a four plus three. Seven. Yay. Better, let me cross Yay. out that five. Seven, still a partial success, but a better one. All right, <laughs> you've got eyes on Lillabelle. 
You see, only her hands don't have the extra gloves. Suspicious. What? <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you you dip a little lower, even as a giant chipmunk, your tail hanging, swinging. Yeah, you think you can see where she's heading, so you have at least an area where the glove must be. That's helpful. But it looks like the hawk is tuning into the same area too. I mean, it's another clue, I suppose. Who's going to get there first? And finally, right. the armour. So yeah, barreling in that general direction. Jethro's got a, a bit more of a blunt solution to this problem. I want to use my conjuring abilities to turn uh, Sir Clarence's hands into vacuum cleaner suckers. And I want to oh I want to suck up all the gloves. Oh, I mean, he's got a big chamber to put Big in. barrel chest, yeah, I was exactly. thinking. Oh, right. I so much. Oh, that's so good. Uh, all so right, I will that's roll spellcraft, that is. Conjuring, once again... Oh, oh, I have rolled uh, a six plus, well, one, so seven. (laughs) Okay, okay. Partial success. How on earth do you partially succeed at vacuum cleaner hands? (laughs) They get clogged. I mean, I have a suggestion. That's what that was going to be my suggestion. (laughs) So clogged. Oh, no. I didn't think of that. It's like when you're accidentally trying to hoover up like a rug and your hoover just goes... And it's just yes. suck in the rug and you're like, oh, oh no, I'm stuck on glass. So I feel in the interests of the game, who rolled the lowest? So that was a seven, wasn't it? Yes, I rolled a seven. So unfortunately, that was Jacob, the hawk. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. the hawk's going to crash. So he's got his eyes on it, but... I think I'm caught in an errant updraft. Oh no, oh, I was going to say actually, I was going to suggest something similar. You've got your eyes on it. Why are you going up? You're so far away. Even if you could get to it, could you get to it in time? Jacob is, unfortunately. Sayer Nix is just out of the running. Uh, Granny Sayer's blasting off again. (laughs) You never even used your balloons. Someone else could use them, maybe. Okay. Now, the final round down. We have three competitors. So I have a cauldron that's basically like a little handbag, like it's a mini cauldron, you know, it's a travel cauldron, it's made of crystal, and it's sparkly and beautiful, and it's on a chain around her wrist, and she takes it out, and she she blows into it some air, and uses it to conjure a wind to Ooh. zoom her forwards faster. Okay, well that's definitely spellcraft, and also advantage for your magical item. Thank you, so, yes, yeah, so that's a seven. Excelente. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Which is a partial success, so I zoom forward but don't quite reach it yet. You are literally, your hand is hovering above it. If no one else gets a success, I'm going to say you've got it, but then you have to get it to her. Can um, I say my hand like is not right hovering there. directly above it because I'm planning on scooping up several so that okay. if someone tries to take it off me, they don't know which one I've got. Very clever. You are within Smart. the meter squared. Like, you know, those science things you throw down to get the little meter? You're like that range of gloves. So there's like seven yes. gloves in the area. You can, you know... Cool. Huzzah! Uh, Jacob is unfortunately drifting off on a high draft. Uh, so either Matt or Helen, what you gonna do? So I've been sitting up in my chair uh, watching what's been happening, surprisingly suddenly very large, and I've been keeping an eye very closely on Lilibel and have seen where her eyes are looking. <laughs> and I want to, having seen that she seems to be focusing on a specific patch of gloves... <laughs> I want to, with my umbrella, because my flight isn't generated by my umbrella, it's just my little, nice little flare. I want <laughs> to scoop them up in my umbrella. Oh, 
competitive. Roll to see if you can get higher than uh, Lilibel's grab. <laughs> We've all just worked out how to word it so we're using our best stats every time. Yeah. <laughs> that was five or five plus three, eight. Okay. Oh, you're just a little bit closer. I think you Ooh. begin to scoop. You begin to scoop. Oh my God. He's beginning oh to God. scoop. He's scooping. He's scooping. Mm-hmm. He's scooping. Always look out. He's scooping. Matt. Um, yeah. Uh, once again, I'm going to uh, throw chaos into the mix. Uh, so everyone's running around and getting a bit anxious because of that food like stuff that Lilibet did earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so they're I... not anxious. They're happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're happy, right? Yeah. Like um... manically so. Very happy. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> In that case, um, Jethro is going to see that Sir Clarence is nearly at the the patch of gloves. With his, he's trying to unblock his gloves, but he's working <laughs> on that. Uh, I'm just basically going to roll. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make it easy. Actually, I'm going to roll just to kind of un unblock his um, unblock his hands so that he can keep scooping. I think. Okay. Is what yep. I'm going to do. <laughs> um... uh, and I will be using. Spellcraft again for that, I imagine. Yeah, that's true, because they were magical glove hands. Yes. hands, so, yep. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. I, I, have ro- I have rolled a one. Oh, uh, no! Uh, so total is two, because I also have one on Spellcraft, oh. so I've rolled a grand total of two. Your action backfires on you, or you come to an entirely wrong conclusion. I feel like backfire might be the I key I feel like quite here. literally backfires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he's flown to pieces. In in a shower of rest in um, peace, Clarence the armor. Rest oh, we'll in peace. Put him back together, and I'll conjure him a soul. Who <laughs> oh, knew? <no. laughs> um, yeah, he blows up literally in a shower yep. of oh, no. of pieces of armor and gloves, gloves. and armor everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Clang! Jethro literally is just like, oh bugger. <laughs> I feel like I lost there. <laughs> yes, I think you're out there running there. You are. Aww. You have exploded. Um, so it's That's his fine. between. The now very large chipmunk and the fairy godmother. Right. You're basically both scooping. Um, Helen got a very slightly high roll, so the scoop has begun. You are scoop ready to suction into your uh, suction. I'm getting all obsessed with vacuum cleaners, Matt. What have you done? You're both ready to scoop with your various <laughs> items. I'm roll think, for me, children. Think of a, a way I there can are also use... magical balloons that no one's used, which can be conveniently close by if you so desire. Uh, what else are there? There's magical drinks, which Jethro can throw to anyone he wants to support or hinder, depending on what you think they do. But we don't know what they do. You don't. <laughs> the food is singing. And the extra chair has been used. So it's the balloons that are magical, but only Jacob can say what they do. <laughs> I want to conjure sort of a, a liminal space within my cauldron so that I can scoop a pile of gloves into my cauldron. Okay, like many gloves. Many, 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 many gloves. gloves. Cauldron yeah. of holding. Including the one that I know is the correct one. Okay. I'm just finding a way to, so that I can get as, me- as much buff on this as I can, basically. You know what? At this stage, I cannot cannot begrudge you both. I know what Helen's role is going to be. It's going to be inside, so go for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and do I get advantage because I'm using my cauldron? Yes, you do. One is a six! Plus three is nine! nine. Oh, yeah, total success! But let us see what Helen rolls because this, yeah, I feel, let's see is what the Helen final does. scoop. Mm-hmm. Bearing down this liminal space in my cauldron is appearing. Alpen, you've already begun to scoop, but that liminal space almost has a void-like quality. Can you get there in time? My next plan was to quite literally slip off the chair and land on all fours yeah. over the pile that I've been trying to scoop. Oh my god! You might get scooped into the cauldron. Yes. 
Okay, bodily protected. Excellent. So, uh, roll for... I have absolutely no freaking clue. This is definitely a physical sort of roll, and that is a stat we do not have. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of bond-like. It's endurance, right? Endurance and strength of will. That's bond. My bond yeah. is terrible. Don't make me do bond. Oh. <laughs> um, well, sell it to me otherwise. Otherwise, you're going to do bond. I think because I've been in the middle of scooping, so I've started scooping. Yes. And Lilybell's now come with this cauldron, and I think I'm kind of a little bit like, well... I'm just a humble chipmunk, and she's literally a magical fae creature. So, what can I do? And I think I'm using my knowledge of Lilybell, because we've established I've known her for a very long time. <laughs> I love you guys trying to bend this into that what you're could, good at. That still sounds like Bond, though. Because um, that's how you know a person. I know, but that's the problem. Insight overlaps with Bond. Oh, for mm. God's sake, roll insight. Go on then. But you're not getting <laughs> advantage because you're not using your item anymore. You've fallen off your chair. Aww. But I'm still scooping with my umbrella. Oh, you are. Okay, go on. An advantage. Oh, go on. Go on. Go on. Six. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Six. Nine. So another eight. Nine. nine. Six plus three. You yeah, so we've both got nine. Oh, we've both God. got to marry them. There we go. Yeah, we've <laughs> both got to marry her. You know what happens is... You marry each other? Maybe, Look, but I'm just as... going to say that I was the one who initially wanted to marry her. As Alpen leaps off the chair, he reverts back to normal size and plunges directly with armfuls of gloves into the cauldron that Lilibel is scooping up. <laughs> you are there. You have the glove. You are pretty damn sure it is one of the ones you are currently bodily wrapped around. However, you are in Lilibel's cauldron. Lilibel, are you going to present the cauldron to the Lady of the Sea? I mean, that was a pretty fair dive that Alpen just did. Like, come on, that was not bad at all. <laughs> yes, I am going to turn to the Lady of the Story of Storm and Eternal Guardian of the Toad of Verse. Yes. If I give her the cauldron as it is... Yes. What happened? Well, I think she's seen what happened there. As you approach her with the cauldron, looking maybe a little sheepish, I think maybe there's a little chipmunk tail poking out the edge. She goes, oh, maybe it is a true for the price of one evening. That was a fabulous <laughs> show. Oh, my goodness. So I suppose Alpen in there is holding the glove and you're holding the cauldron with I, the glove. I have brought you the glove. You have, but so has he. Oh, no, I will just say in this voice, because I'm stuck, if... Uh, Jacob or Matt would like to help one of these people to make it a decider. Go for it. Or if you want it to be polyamorous and bigamous, then also poly leave it. Polycule. Polycule. <laughs> so, last chance to help or hinder, but otherwise it's bigamy. What, what I would like to do is uh, Jethro would like to nudge the band that <laughs> he conjured a little while ago. Oh, yes. Um, and I'd like um, the band to strike up. Uh, a song called something like three, three is the magic number or something oh. something like that <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> I think it's a wedding march but that's much better yeah yeah it's like a, a riff on like on a wedding march which is basically yeah like the value of the number three basically oh. I think uh, she just looks fondly it's naturally a waltz yeah it is it is a waltz it's it all about triangles yeah and he's just gonna sit there and you know like the end of Shrek 2 where like yeah. Donkey yeah. and and Puss in Boots sing their little song mm -hmm. and they're having a fiesta. I they feel like, yeah, like I feel like Jethro and the the Toad of Verse are gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>
Granny Saya can join uh, can join and she shapeshifts and someone who can hold a tune in the bucket. Uh, yeah, so what happens is Jeffrey starts singing it with the two diverse and then Granny Saya sweeps down at, in your eagle form and then I'm going to just kick the two diverse off my piano and, and make... <laughs> Lilibel is going to extricate all of the gloves and Alpen from the cauldron and she's going to conjure for Alpen a beautiful wedding suit. Bow tie will do. Bow tie. Bow tie. A beautiful wedding bow tie. And for her and the lady of the story of the storm and eternal guardian of the toad of verse. She conjures them into fantastical wedding dresses that are all of the colours that they love and are beautiful and covered in every motif that they would want. She conjures a wedding cake and a wedding arch and pulls a vicar over from twerking in the party. <laughs> no! No! My darling, my betrothed, my one true, other true, polyamory is new to me, love. Uh, the toad, the toad must marry us. He is, after all, my eternal oh, well, guardian. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry my darling. Um, can we just, can we just back up for a bit? Um, my lady, lady of the story of the storm, and eternal keeper of the toad verse. I loved you the moment I set eyes on you. Oh, thank you. Your beauty, your wit, your drama... Your presence. It's an honour yes, to on. even be near you. <laughs> and, uh, your general wibbliness. I don't believe in marriage without love. And I've <gasps> known Lilybell a long time. And I want to say this before anything else. Lilybell, you make my heart quiver. <gasps> will you marry me? I thought it was only me. Oh, Alpen, I will marry you. Oh, Alpen. And you my make lady. me so happy. My lady, will you, you marry us? You make me feel like I'm engulfed in the best hug. Oh, as long as you're still both marrying me, right? Lady, oh, you marry oh, yes, both lady. of us. Oh, that's all right then. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I like it. I'm going to have to work on my jealousy issues, though. Oh, Toadie, <laughs> come here and marry us all. Okay, the Toad hops up to the little podium and clears his little toady throat, adjusts his slightly now crushed feather. He's got a bit of cake Sorry, on sorry, him. his, uh, his toadium. <sighs> thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. You gather, holding hands in a little triangle. And... The toad clears his throat and says, We are gathered here today to witness the marriage of this lady who wiggles and waves and speaks so odd to marriage to this lovely sod. (laughs) To, to, I didn't plan for this. Insert the names here. I mean, um, shit. You've lost your verse, toad. Uh, Alpen. And no, I haven't. It's perfectly fine. Nothing, not you everything cannot find needs your to rhymes. rhyme. <laughs> <gasps> he's hyperventilating. <laughs> I think so he's a little ill. Uh, Lilibel and Alpen. <coughs> You're doing great, <coughs> lad. You're doing great. It's a wedding day. I chortle in my joy. I'm a happy boy. I now pronounce you lady and chipmunk and lady. <laughs> Very godmother. You may smooch in a triad. And we do. They smooch in a triad. So many smooches. I'm the luckiest (laughs) chipmunk alive. Anyone else want to admit any long hole fascinations? (laughs) Or is that everything for the night? The vicar sidles up to say, I just push him away. I help him by kicking him off the (laughs) stage. There's no vacancies. Fantastic. (laughs) No room at the inn. Go away. We summon Clarence back together and create a soul for him. 
<laughs> so that he can join in the party. Yeah, may I suggest he actually becomes our the chief guard? Of the <laughs> you should really improve security around here. You get far less interlopers and interrupters. And finally, Francesca stands up. Oh yeah, her. And oh, goes, I about her. Well, <laughs> happy birthday to me, and starts crying. You failed your mission. You went to save the birthday party, guys. We did. We provided entertainment. <laughs> We stop and we sing happy birthday to her. Yay! Happy birthday to you! Alright, now it's a wedding, isn't it? Play some wedding music. I might not come to the next birthday party, there's so much fun. It's not good for my heart. I think we can agree that outcome was pretty favourable to all, right? And what a way to end a birthday party. Next week, we're continuing the magical shenanigans with Monster of the Week, so be sure to catch the next episode. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. You can also now support us on Patreon, and we would absolutely love it if you consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slim, Matt George Lovett, Jacob Wall, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkmans. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folkmans. The diacast theme and the Once Upon a Birthday theme are composed and performed by Matt George Lovett. This episode was edited by H. Folkmans. This week we were playing Once Upon a Birthday by Lynn M. Mayer, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the dire cast. Oh.